if you have an argument, it's more so your anger or the height of your anger is more so about you than the other person. Is that correct? You know, I don't know if it's about anger as much as it is about, you know, your relationships work out different things. Oh, within yeah, you. yeah. You know, if you allow it to. And if you don't allow it, it'll be anger and all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, but ultimately it has nothing to do with the other person. Ultimately, it has to do with triggers inside of us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and how we go about handling, how do we handle jealousy? Do we blame our partner? How do we handle, you know, fear? Yeah. Those are the, really the two things we deal with in life is fear and love. It yeah. just shows up in different ways. Mm. Okay. Well, we ain't gonna even use no song to come in. We just gonna start this motherfucker. I was, I was about to say, is, is this it? Or yeah, because I mean, it? it, I mean, it transitions so well. <laughs> okay. I, so I wanted to go with it, but. Drive slow, homie. premise of the second hour is excuse me radical honesty and then we got mm. that from bel-air i don't know if you've watched bel-air the show yet um not really. just that one episode but yeah, <laughs> but it's like they were talking about radical honesty on there because it was a situation mm-hmm. between phil and vivian yeah where she was trying to get her life back on track mm-hmm. as an artist he saw it more so as this guy was trying to talk to his girl. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he went out to save her one day when she went out to San Diego to this event. Mm-hmm. He was going out there to save her thinking, you know, yo, this guy trying to holler at her. He done looked up this dude's history, yep. so on and so forth. And she had to check him on that. And she was like, can we have a radical honesty moment to where I can truly tell you how I feel? Yeah. Which means if you see the part, it was like, Radical honesty to me is it's going to hurt your feelings Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm gonna say some real shit in order for me to say what I need to say and go through what I need to go through in this gamut of emotions. I got to say this shit yeah, to you. Exactly. So that's that's and that's a I think that's important now. And I, and I think we all realize that as we've evolved and grown, especially in relationships. Um, sometimes I need to tell you some shit that it might hurt you. Yeah. But I still need to tell you sometimes you need to tell me some shit that's just truth. That just might hurt me, yeah. but you still need to say it. Yeah. In relationships, we got to create a space for those kind of conversations. Absolutely. I think, you know, um, you know how we started off with this thing about fear and love. And I think those are the two places that we operate. And if I understand that if my girlfriend or if my male friend or boyfriend is coming to me about, you know, what you talked about in terms of this kind of truthful conversation, if I'm if if I'm coming from a place of love, I'm going to receive whatever it is. But if I'm coming in a place of fear, I'm going to be defensive. Mm. If I'm coming in a place of fear, I'm going to be protective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's how our mind chooses to deal with each and every circumstance that we are faced with constantly, mm, constantly. on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm back. 
I, I, Did you I, leave? Yeah, I, well, I had to step back for a minute. I was like, let me adjust this shit on my head. <laughs> now you got me wanting to adjust. But I like it, bro. The reason I wanted to talk about the radical honesty is because I feel like even in friendships, you cannot move forward without real conversations. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to, I think it was last season, we talked about how do you tell a sh- like, how do you tell yeah. a good person they have shitty behavior? Because a lot of times, if it's if the awful person, person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's an awful person, how do you tell them you're an awful fucking person, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a personal situation, I know with me and Artesia, when, like, even in our friendship, even when we were together, we would have conversations. We never called them radical honesty, even though that's what they were. Mm-hmm. And we would get to those points to where, like, even sometimes she would tell me things that she needed. And because I came from an emotional point, I would be like, yo, but, but, but. Right, right, right. Or I would be like, oh, you know, but no, nah, uh, I ain't trying to hurt it. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I learned something, and that's what I love about Bel Air, bro. Like, I actually watched him. Like, the part when, when at the end, when they had actually got through the conversation, mm-hmm. he was like, well, how about we take a ride back home down the coast? I like the way she didn't. Yeah. And was like, nah. she just kind of mm-hmm. rolled over and looked like, nah, I'm going to rescue myself on yeah. this mm-hmm. one. And I understood that. But because there was some sort of resolution, do you understand the ego that had to be subdued at that point to offer her a peace tiding to move on mm-hmm. and for her to say, nah, I'm straight. Yeah. Like even when he, even when she rolled over and faced the camera, like if you saw him in the background, he just put his head in his hands and he, yeah. it was just like, and I was like, yo, bro, yeah. people but need to see it. To be that that's right, what I'm saying. Because nothing would have changed if she had just gotten the car yeah. and went home. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's how it's normally thing. done. Yeah. So. And, yeah. it, and this is going to sound crazy, but understand I'm speaking from the egoic mind, right? As a man, with an ego, he had to allow her to do that because the, e- the ego did not want to allow no, her to do no. that. He came all the way down there to save her. Yeah, you know. But the other thing is what 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 resonated with me, and I think that we talked about it. We talked so much. I don't know if conversations about the podcast or off. The, <laughs> I don't even remember. But I remember what we were talking about. I believe it was with Jason and them. Is that when you um, have certain conversations with your kids? it does force you to be accountable for those same Bro. conversations. Yeah. And in that, if you remember, yeah. that's the same shit she told Hillary. What part? To about save to save yourself. Yeah. That's why I, I like the ending. Yeah, because yeah. she, she, she took her own advice that she gotcha, gave to her gotcha, daughter gotcha. previously. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I love that. But that's so crazy you say that too. And Gina, whenever you want to jump in, because I just because you're not in studio, cut a motherfucker off. Oh, she don't have no problem with that. Okay, I'm going to say these bonuses. <laughs> I haven't watched the show, so you know, I'm, I'm kind of gathering from pictures from what you guys are saying i didn't watch the show yeah we need so, to catch up but but let's but let me but let me ask you this from you not watching the show and just hearing what we're saying how is it how important is it for a woman to save herself though and mm. not always not even depend on a man to save you but you know we always talk about how we were raised and gender roles and what's what yeah. and some women are raised to like find a man to you know if he got money if he got this but it comes a time where what if that man okay he don't want you no more for whatever reason yeah you got to be able to take care of yourself so how important is it to rescue yourself in life and not always depend on somebody else you know i feel like we do that daily you know i feel like we all do that daily as as just people living in a world that's constantly bombarding us with ideas and constructs and um, who we think we are, who we try to be. So I think um, we save ourselves daily, or we can choose, you know? Yeah. We, can choose, we can choose to save ourselves daily by the people who we're around. So I feel like those choices happen all day long, yeah. you know? And whether or not we choose us, do you choose you? So let you me know? ask you this, Gina, uh, speaking a little bit more specifically and personally. Um, so as a mother who has daughters, you know, what type of, 
in relation to this idea of, you know, what, what, what game you give to your daughters about life, saving yourself and all that, you know, are you in a situation where when you, is that the type of advice you give your daughters? How do you talk to your daughters about how they're interacting with the world? Wow, that's really good because, you know, what each one gets a different speech based on uh, who they are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I don't give a generalized speech, um, but I understand, you know, even in this conversation, us being able to impede upon our children to put inside them the strength to keep moving on, uh, what that looks like. You know, believing in yourself and what those seeds look like to believe in yourself. You know, uh, what is... What does it look like to believe in yourself? And um, of course, you know, I have four daughters and one son. And have a, um, have a ball team. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really proud to say that um, I don't just speak to them, but I speak into them. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't speak just to them. You know, we could speak to our children and we can speak into them. So I really kind of hook into who they are so that they hear the message uh-huh. and that they understand that everything within them, everything that they have to keep going forward is inside of them. Uh-huh. You know, once you choose you, you win, you win all the time. Every time you choose you, whether it's against someone or for someone or any of those things. Choose so, you. Yeah. Choose you. How does choosing you benefit other people? It's a twist, but I, yeah. it can. Yeah, it can. Yeah. Anybody can answer oh, that. Oh, I'll tease you. Yeah, somebody like what's no, taking? I thought that was no. I'm just oh, asking overall. Yeah. Like, I mean, because I think well, in the space that I'm in right now, I'm learning to choose myself because it makes me a better version for someone else. Whenever mm-hmm. that, even in my friendship interactions, like whenever that comes along, by me doing what I need to do for myself, I show up better in all of those other spaces in my life. No question. I, I agree. I, I, I'm a better father. You know, I'm a better employee. I'm a better friend. Like, but I'm, I'm, if I'm really being true to who I am, then I make everything else better because I'm actually, mm-hmm. you know, I have the freedom of showing up and I get to be accepted for exactly who I am. Yeah. You talk but about, you know, oh, go ahead. Jen. No, go ahead. Jen. I was going to say, but you know what, what happens mostly is we don't choose ourselves. No, we don't. I think what happens mostly is, we're told what we're supposed to do and we do those things and it's not based upon the authenticity of how I want to live. Or we're trying to, or not to cut you off, or we try to do something to please that person, Mm -hmm. whether it's a friend or in a relationship, even if it's something they have not asked you to do Mm -hmm. because you're just trying to be that person. Right. I think, I think that's the norm. I think the norm is us not choosing ourselves in a world that validates that versus the world where, where we decide, I want, this is what I want for my life. This is how I need to move. This is what I need to be successful. Yeah. And I think that's not the way we normally move. Yeah. And that's a conversation which we need to have as people, as a community. How do we move? Mm. You know, because yeah. if we did so, if we, if we honor who, who we were authentically, imagine what our relationships would look like with ourselves and with other people. Shit, I think I've always been that way to an extent. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a degree. Like even with even with radical honesty, I think I've always been a radical to tell you what I feel, but I think I've just gotten better on delivering it. Mm-hmm. I think about me and Jason, you know, he was on the previous show and I remember me and him getting into it one time and I forgot what it was, but he just didn't say something I liked, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't I think it was it was just like real breezy. Mm-hmm. And I just lost it. I mean, I'm 
saying whatever the fuck to this motherfucker. Like then he, you know, I don't even know if he said anything back mm. because I know sometimes when I come off, like it's either fight or flight. Like mm-hmm. you either got to stand here and deal with my shit or you got to go. Right. And he went. And I remember months went by and I was just like, okay, I gave him some radical honesty. That ain't what I was calling it. Then. Yeah, I was, right. It was more like I lit a fire to his ass yeah. in my mind. And I was just like, but I went too far. Mm-hmm. And the only way I knew I went too far was I started to miss his presence in my life mm. as time started passing. And then events and things that we used to do together, like we were doing them separate. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it just didn't, like the energy wasn't the same. Right. And I remember just hitting him back. And I've told this story before where like I remember hitting him up. He didn't answer and he didn't respond until like the next day. Well, at that point, after doing this, I felt like an <laughs> asshole because I was like, damn, I don't apologize. Right, this nigga right. ain't even. That's the another thing. Ghost about, me that's that fear that kind of Gina talks about. Like, it's certain things we want to do or things that we know we should be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fear of rejection of us apologizing or the fear of rejection of us having these conversations mm-hmm. not going in our favor. So we just don't do them at all. Right. And, you know, it's so important that we're talking about this because I know that. I'm assuming that the demographic of the reality is is a little younger than I am, but I'm always talking to little, 18 little, to 65. Yeah, perfect. So my little young lieutenants, even my own kids, and I tell them, you don't have to get my age to understand these Bro. things. You know what I mean? When you hear these conversations happening with us, trust me, if you apply at the time and whatever age you are, you're going to get a full understanding you at that get it, time. Bro. You ain't got to be an old cat like myself. But his messages is messages all over TV. But don't yeah, you don't think do. it's easier for men to be that way? To be like, radically honest? Right versus women. I mean, don't you think? Well, I, if, when I think about myself, and I see, you know, I would love to know what you think about it, but I feel like men are kind of taught to always kind of have that voice mm-hmm. and i don't think necessarily we as women are always taught to do that i don't think as black men i don't i mean you're taught to have a voice but at the same time i wasn't taught this but i've seen it a lot where it's like we're also taught not to be too aggressive in certain mm-hmm. spaces because yeah. of the way people will see us at yeah. least for me you know not what i'm saying too aggressive in those spaces but when it comes to the your women that are close to you people, yeah. y'all are very yeah. aggressive yeah sure you know that's interesting i remember i read an article one time and it said that uh and that's what made me think about it that's why i said that it said that black men are the white men of mm-hmm. the black community i saw yeah. that you see that yeah and, and when she was talking about it i was thinking i was like well maybe it's because of the same type of thing like we think as black men in a black community we have a certain level of privilege just like white people, mm-hmm. white men feel like they have in the world. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No. I was like, I could see that. I don't, man. Me and my girlfriends were talking about that on the trip um, this past week, even in the workspace. Like, you know, you expect it from a white man to like, you can say something Belittle in a you. meeting yeah. and nobody says anything. But if they turn around and say the same exact thing, it's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. But we get that more and more from black men mm. now. Interesting. Yeah. I've never been around that. I'm not that person, I don't think. Yeah. So. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever looked like like your ideas. Like I question ideas. Yeah. And the thing about me, though, at the same time is, and I think you can attest to this, I like a person to speak their mind. Mm -hmm. I even told you about something last year. I said, if I'm, I prefer you to tell me whatever the fuck it is, hard, Mm -hmm. soft. 
I will respect you as opposed to like not telling me and I find out something differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's also about getting into that space yeah, because yeah, no, you have sure. to like, you don't that. know how to, especially because we as women have always been kind of like trying to, hush, hush and yeah, and try line. to play, play the role yeah. and cater to a little bit. So it's like get into a space where you feel comfortable enough to speak your mind and have it accepted in the ways that you guys speak your minds yeah. with us. But yeah. I think on both sides, it just has to be speak your mind, but it's about how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, that goes for oh, yeah. men and for women. For sure. Certain topics are definitely sensitive and it's all about delivery. Yeah. Right. So something that we Gina and I have is uh, we say, hey, we can put your friend hat on for a second. Yeah. Just put your friend hat on. Because you have to acknowledge <laughs> it in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't that just changes the dynamic. You got to, shit. bro. Yeah. And yeah. then the other thing is we have what we call spirited dialogues, not arguments. With spirit of dollars. That's like, shout like, out to Jason yeah. Ferguson. He yeah. said intense fellowship. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Intense fellowship, radical honesty, spirit of dialogues, <laughs> whatever it is. Just like let me let me get the shit out without being judged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you'll have the time to do the same thing and then we'll hear each other out. You got to, bro. Like I love it. It's so much shit to get pent up that you want to say, and it's like you walking around not saying it. But the thing about it is it's coming out somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is, it no, is. I, I got to tell a funny story. I got to tell a funny story, man. It's about you, Artiz. Oh, God. You, you, oh, God. You in this motherfucker. Bro, it was a birthday. You already know where I'm going with this. I asked her for something in particular. Oh, she was mad at me, but she acted like she wasn't mad at me, G. Yo, man, I said, yo, can you make, she makes some good pasta, like this good chicken bacon, whatever, whatever it's called. And I was like, yo, can you make this and can you make a pecan pie for my birthday? Yo, man, come on now. Gee, if you make if you make Frank a plate, Wait, I, I no. mean, I know I'm not your nigga. No, you got to tell the whole story. Don't start I don't there. Even, I don't even remember. But the the point you of the you came ma- in the house, he <laughs> was making sideways comments, and so it shifted my energy. And see this, yes. see this radical shit right here. Yes, this radical honesty. Yeah, radical I, I, honesty. I fucked up. I fucked up. This motherfucker <laughs> on did. my birthday I served did. me a plate. And she you know that's not me. She didn't doll it up. This motherfucker put the food on a paper plate and slid it to me. I said, Ooh. "What the fuck I'm gonna do with this?" <laughs> On a paper plate? Um, so no presentation. No presentation. No, but I'm the, I'm the no, queen no, no. of presentation. Queen of presentation. Ooh. And so that that should have been an indicator. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a message. It was like, Oh, it okay. was done. Yeah. I feel I didn't bad. Even, I didn't even eat that shit. She was like, you could take the whole thing. I said, fuck the pie. And walked fuck out the house. the food. I didn't even eat. I left. I'm out of I'm here. driving the fuck home. Mad as hell. I could go get my own paper plate. <laughs> it's like the church kitchen. That motherfucker slid that bitch like a bird of bar. But right, after we resolved it, what did I do? Yeah, you re- you, you made, made up for it right. and it was great. But boy. Hey, listen, y- y'all y'all two of a like, because <laughs> I'll tell you what, Gina's presentation and cooking, next to none, I'm telling yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. So, so you she, know if they half-ass, you know it's a problem. You know what's funny? We watched that Malcolm and Marie shit. Uh, and, the, yeah. and, and the first thing that she said is, she already wrong for boiling the motherfucking macaroni. Craft <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and <laughs> You know she bad. To happen. <laughs> Yo, you can't treat but, him like but, that. But but here's the thing I want to know because you know I don't know the dynamics between the two. But when I'm listening to it, of course I'm interested in the story. So you know we just got done talking about men and women, how men are able to be, you know, this voice that uh, what's the word that you guys use? What's the word? Oh, right. Having radical honesty. Right, radical honesty. So what about that moment? As you know, as a woman, were you like, did we feel like I couldn't be radically honest with you? Oh, yeah. You know, about what I was pissed about. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's 
when once we get to the core of that, because obviously he was able to say, I don't want this shit and leave the house and all that other kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to be me, G. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, that's, that's, that's the thing that, you know, when we get to choose ourselves as women yeah. and have this and, have, and, and are honest with how we want to be put forth forward, yep. you know, she could have, you, two things could have happened, right? She could, she could have, um, stepped into that position where she said, well, you know what, motherfucker, the reason why the crew looks like this is because it is this and this and this, and I don't want to make this shit in the first goddamn place. Yeah, you this know? is how she talks. And, and, and you sit there and listen to it without walking out. I ain't gonna right? lie, that yeah, kind of talk turned me on. You might get fucked. No. no. <laughs> I done told you that shit before. Yeah, but it don't apply to me. Yeah, I mean. But it could have been because your birth she didn't want to ruin it. You know, she didn't want to. Oh, I was ruined. trying to push through. I was trying to push through. That paper right. plate was null and void. Straight up. I called my she mama. Knew what she was doing. I know. And mama, I knew ooh, I, I knew told, I, yo, my, his my, mama my, called me. My mama love her. And Even with us being like, broken up to ooh. this day. I said, come on, Ma, you got to side with me or something. Because my mama don't see nothing wrong but, in this motherfucker's eyes. But no, even in that moment, you said she didn't say nothing to you. But she picked up the phone and called me. She said, what are you doing? Yeah. She said, you know better than that. Right. I was like, I, yes, I know like better than that. Hit a nigga that. with a paper plate, man. <laughs> and said, even Yo. in that moment, I didn't do, I didn't have radical honesty with her because I feel like there are certain lines that don't need to be crossed. Yeah, true. So I didn't right. put you right. out there in a way. I just took the heat I don't for even it. remember what we got into it about. Yeah. yeah. She does. <laughs> Of course, women never forget. <laughs> it was 2012, like I said. It was 2012. Know, that one time, 347 p.m. on a Tuesday. I, you know, as being that I grew up with my grandmother, maybe it has a lot to do with it, right? So, because I grew up with my grandmother, there's a way that even. But when I'm upset, I I don't care where I'm at. I'll just say what it is. Oh, but I, we we know. <laughs> Some of us know. <laughs> But I, um, I definitely, like, I remember talking the last time, like, I remember her distinctly saying, you know, if I'm upset, be upset from the neck up. Yeah. So I don't fuck with the food. I don't stop the sex. I don't do Praise any of that. But, but, but I am very vocal on what I, because I want to put me first. Yeah. Right. I, I want it to be understood. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with someone this morning, my partner this morning. And I was very clear on how I need to move. And mm. if we can't move the way that I need to move to make me healthy. Feel safe, right? All of that. Feel safe. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> my safety is of the utmost importance. Nah, yes. my, my man is too, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, our, right. Our, yeah, yeah indeed. Indeed. What was that, Steve Harvey? We was talking about you sent me that. Yes. Or on Earn Your Leisure, um, mm-hmm. you were saying about how Steve Harvey, he was saying how when he married Marjorie, mm-hmm. it changed his life. Changed his life. But he, what did he say? He was like, she brought me peace. Yes. You know, she My championed God. me and made me feel like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I also like, G, where you were like, yo, be mad from the neck up. Be mad mm-hmm. at me, mm-hmm. but still give me some box. Right. Yeah. Still don't... give me some ass. Still cook. Still do whatever. Because, you know, as a man. Even if I'm mad, I still got to provide. That's right. Mm-hmm. If we go out to eat, who are you expecting to pay? Mm-hmm. Who are you calling when you ain't safe? That's why I was trying to push through. That's why you got. Yeah, the, you did that. You got the food. You, sh- you just got it on a paper plate. Yeah, nah, fuck that. She said the paper plate was for you to say. I'd rather you. Wrong, I'd rather. Artesia? I'd rather you be mad at me and hit me with a plate where when you throw it on the table, that bitch do that little <laughs> bang, 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 b
Like, show me your anger the through juice that. Juice all on the table. Yeah, <laughs> juice. I put do that though with nah. some salad. She didn't even have salad. I said, "Where's the salad and where's the bread?" <laughs> we <laughs> eat pasta with no salad. I need to feel no, like wait, I'm at no Olive Garden sticks? or something. No, no nothing, nothing, son. nothing. No wine. Parmesan no wine, cheese. No, he got, nothing. no, he had some cheese. Okay. And I didn't offer him no wine. I was about to say you ain't no cheese. She didn't really even. You know that. what? I know you know all about this, G. She normally would cut the chicken in small <laughs> portions. I said, why it look like I got a shredded taco <laughs> pasta? Like, this bitch just probably took two forks and was just, ah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on. Yeah, I'm like, the presentation was just all bad. <laughs> Y'all called my mom. I was like, yo, man, I'm dead. This is done. When you call mom, I'm done. Yeah. You knew it was a big deal. I was just like, come on, man. I just was like, do I not deserve more? You, you stepped foot in my house with this bad energy. But like. this is, oh, Gina, can we talk about this, though? And Naj, this is for you, Najee. King Naj. How important is it that if you're dating, that you acknowledge the presence of the person walking in your house? It's very important. Hugs, kisses. <laughs> absolutely. Terms of endearment. Yeah. I got you, Nash. Because it makes you feel like you're not important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It sets you know the tempo. I feel? I feel like if the dog can jump up and see you and say hello, and you make, and the dog makes you feel Come good, on, G. Then the, the partner should do the same. Come on, G. It's so easy a dog can do it. I'm so sorry, but that's how, you know. It's so easy. When your dog comes home, your dog is so, and you're happy. Yeah. That's why you got some bitches across America putting peanut butter on their pussy so the dog can lick it too. My goodness. (laughs) I don't know anything about it. It was on, hey, that was in the new, it was something on the new. Yeah, Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at some guys doing it. They said, God damn, this motherfucker girl, I don't know how a dog doing that now. I'm saying. Put that peanut butter on there. I heard uh, about that. That's disgusting. I was like, my goodness. Jesus. That's but, hard. But hold on a second. Harry Hines got hoes and jaws for $60. Now, uh, hold on a second. Now, I, bet you, no, I bet you that dog mouth a lot cleaner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not that I would do it, though. Look at Jane Fraser. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's Ooh. not. We don't promote bestiality. <laughs> on the reality. Hey, it's the thing made me think about when I first. Um, interacted with Anthony and you guys were talking about now this is off topic but it's cool perfect um, we were talking about eating ass and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I, felt, I feel the same way about the dog <laughs> and that's how you used to think right you don't feel that way no, now, right? no that's not how I used to think no, oh, oh, think my, I thought that's what you were trying yeah. to say my bad <laughs> this is the thing man I think but you know when it comes to sexual things I think is it's really more about the person and trust. No doubt. And honestly, once you get to know their hygiene to know certain things. Yeah. <laughs> you got like you gotta know their hygiene. No, that's important. That's important. Real. That's really you know important. what I'm saying? Like you should be able to touch your woman in any place. And it any, should be any, good. Any place. And it should be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, ex- no, you should. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like when Brandon and them one time her mm-hmm. her, her uh what's Corey taught me, a gay man. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about uh, how gay men don't true. always want straight men because mm-hmm. a lot of straight men be thinking yo but, but it's like a lot of straight men are nasty yeah, and you hear women yeah. i've i've dated women that i've learned that when they compliment my consistent cleanliness of my house mm-hmm. and nothing in my underwear nails, nails are clean <laughs> neck neck ain't neck, brown neck, you neck, know what though neck <laughs> I be seeing these barbers. You know these barbers literally be posting these pictures of they 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 patrons. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's too many niggas out here. I want to talk directly to the men. It's too many niggas out here with dirty necks. Dirty necks. 
dirty necks, black marks, and shit on your face. Like at a certain age, you, you should be Drink eating better. Some water. Drink some water. Drink some water. That ain't gonna hurt you. Clean your navel. Yeah. Wash clean, behind your ears. Clean your navel. Wash behind your. I just said I tell my son. Lube up your towel and stick your finger in around the rim of your ass and clean that motherfucker. Clean that motherfucker. Have some. Have some adult wipes. Clean in wipes. between your toes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All of that shit. You should not have dirty nails, bro. I see mm-hmm. too many niggas. It's unsanitary. You shouldn't have dandruff. Your teeth shouldn't be yellow. <laughs> it should be no coating on no your fucking dandruff. teeth. <laughs> Men got to step it up, man. Be like, why, 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 you, why, you? And I don't want to hear no joke. black man saying I'm ashy because I don't like wearing lotion. It nah, makes me stop, sweat. Stop. I sweat too, but I'm wearing it. They've got a lot of different types of It's a lot of shit out there. Moisturizers, yeah, you'll everything. you be just fine. Yeah, do them, what you need to do. Hit corners, especially in between the thumb and the, and the index. But man, yeah, it is now. some nasty niggas out here, You see that here, shit, bro. right? It's that some shit. nasty guys out here. No, no, no ass right there. Ain't nothing worse than getting in a nigga car to smell like burgers. Mm. Nah, nah, nah. And That's fresh disgusting. Fries and, shit, and nah. fresh fries. Stop it. All right, to get back on topic, yeah, man. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to talk a little bit about relationships. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about, uh, Frank, you talked about long-term relationships must be change-proof. What did you yes. mean by that? Well, because, you know, okay, so I was, uh, we was, I was watching Tabitha Brown. Right, she was mm-hmm. having a conversation. It was a, it was a, Get it was into a, it. it's a couple of things, yeah. <laughs> so, but what she said was so profound because she was just talking about being in a relationship with a person and, um, and going through changes. Like if you're in a relationship with a person for a long period of time, especially like there's different dynamics. When you are young, high school sweethearts type shit, and y'all stay together, y'all get into your twenties and thirties. There's gonna be some motherfucking changes you're happening. A different person, bro. You know. So being able to a relationship that's change proof. Um, it definitely has elements of being able to communicate. It always goes back to communication, being able to communicate and discuss through those changes. Because I tell you this, me growing up and just understanding relationships and shit like that, the shit that I used to hear, they used to say basically like, if you start changing or shit changes, that means the relationship is over. But that's not the case. Not always. You know what I mean? Like just because you change as an individual and you're different from the person that that person started dating six, seven years ago. Yeah. It don't mean a relationship is over. But sometimes yeah. it does because sometimes sometimes it does. Grown that no person. doubt about it. Sometimes it does. So how do you have the conversation about? Because I'm thinking about this as you're talking. Yeah. At our age, if you like, I've been in situations where it's like I'm dating. It may even be good, but I'm still like I don't know if this is it. Uh huh. Yeah. How do you have you ever been in a situation like that, G, where it's like the the relationship is is legit, it's cool, but it's not enough there. Your energy is it's not enough being pulled into it for you to be like, okay, I think I want to keep going with this. How do you stop something that may already be good, but mm. it just ain't enough still? Mm. Good ain't enough always. <laughs> That's crazy. She's gonna have an answer. Mm-hmm. I see it all <laughs> on her face. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I've been married twice, right? <laughs> So I understand that mindset, right? Okay. Of staying, I think it's like staying too long mm. and being able to have that conversation of going. I think, you know, to be honest with you guys, I think we all struggle. I think I, I think we all struggle, but I've gotten much better at, at complacency at being comfortable. And I realize now at this, at this stage of my life that um, comfortable doesn't always mean good. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean my growth. And so I've had, I've had uh, the, the fortune of my children, but the myth, but of learning lessons about <clears throat> staying in something too long and just being comfortable. And then we kind of deal with, you know, that story about the princess and the pea? Yeah. 
<laughs> and so, of course, right, there's just small P underneath there. And I think that's what happens in our lives. There's just small, there's just small thing that we just can't, we just can't move past it. Yeah. You know, but I feel like this is such a great conversation because it keeps going back to what we first started, right? Which is about being um, radically uh, honest about, about where you at. Yeah. And, and coming to ourselves about it. And if I'm truthful about myself, a lot of my relationships I should have left a long mm. time ago. So, um, you know, I'm at a place now where I leave not relationships, sexual relationships, but I leave people very quickly. Yeah. Now. Like now I'm a different person. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Friends or people or acquaintances or jobs, if they're not vibing with where I want to go or who I am. I'm quickly to be like, you know, peace. Bye. I would spend that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can do that very easy. It's been real. You know? I actually get a it's kick out of I, I actually get a kick out of cutting people off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, because everybody can't do it. Yeah, so right. it's like when you do, especially a dude, ain't nothing like cutting a dude off. Like mm-hmm. a homeboy who thought, oh man, we're going to forever be cool. Sucker, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, you put the two fists. I'm like Curtis like King. Like you the, bastard. You look like that motherfucker. <laughs> you you look like the you look like the yeah. motherfucking uh Notre Irish fighters. <laughs> nah, bro. Like I, I love having the conversations of letting people know where I stand. Yeah. It's liberating, bro. It really is. It's liberating, but it also holds people accountable because if you tell a person how you feel and they never change to better themselves, to change how they make you feel. Mm-hmm. To me, in my opinion, it says something about the person. Yeah. Like whether either they do or they don't want to do it, or it's like you clearly don't care enough about how I feel to make this change. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that could go, either, like I say, even in friendships, it could be that way where it's like, why, if if I've told you this hurts me or, mm. or you're late and you don't pay attention to like, even with the podcast and we used to do the podcast, it was people who didn't put in the same mm-hmm. effort. And it's like, yo, this is what I need from you. This is what I want right. from you. And it's like, when it doesn't happen, it's like, all right, well, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a nigga that don't like to repeat myself. You know, I give confused. it to you. Only time I ask you to repeat yourself is if I need to make sure what you just said to me was really what you wanted to say to mm-hmm. me before I fucking react. You see a how re- she's smiling? Reflection. Yeah. Cause I didn't tease it. says I'm like, you want to repeat that shit? Yeah. You want to repeat <laughs> one, it one more time? One more time. One more time. Make sure I got it. I remember she made me so mad when we was younger, bro. I, she made me so mad one time. I said, if I had a sister, I'd send her to whoop your ass. God Ooh, damn. I, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I grow- feel that because I said, I said to your boy. Okay, okay. I said to your boy, Francis. Oh, boy. I said, if you was a woman, I'd beat fuck your, your ass. I'd fuck you up, motherfucker. <laughs> Man. You remember when I said that? I, I do. Yeah, unfortunately. Yes, Ooh. I do. Yeah. I said, if you was a woman, I'd, ooh, you'd be done. <laughs> done. Man, it'd be like that sometime, man. I remember telling yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, don't, I wasn't even about to say nothing serious. No, but you know what? I, the authenticity of what we're all saying is this, is that I want to be true to myself. Mm-hmm. I want to be true to other people. I want to have other relationships. And I want to be okay to say my truth without me feeling guilt or right. shame or exactly. any of those things. Or being things. judged, right? I mean, that's ultimately what you're saying. That's freedom. Yes. And you find out you who know, really fuck with we're you. Not bind to, and we're not bind to the world, to the constructs, to anything. I'm bound to myself. Yep. The truthness of where I want to come from. And people that's will fuck with you for being that, though. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. Like, I know she done told me sometimes. I remember telling her one time, I said, I know you'd be wanting to say, fuck me. Just say it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I said, but this is the thing. Make sure you got the ammunition to say that shit. Mm-hmm. Meaning, 
have a foot to stand on or a leg to stand on when you say it. I don't mind you calling me on my shit. And I tell her that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Come on, you ain't got to go in the car and be like, fuck this shit, motherfucker, this nigga. <laughs> you out there losing your shit in the car. <laughs> ah, like Kanye, like, motherfucker, just say that. Say the shit to me. Look, good thing she only like to be on social media because she be blasting you. Yeah. Know what I'm but, see, but you know what? That's so important. <laughs> no. But I've always said this, and I've told her I this, and I've yeah. told every woman that I've ever dated, I appreciate you because I don't date women who slash tires, yeah. oh who key cars, key cars, who put oh your business God. on social media because I ain't that type of dude. Don't put me out here on yeah, that shit. That's not. That's, that's why not. I don't fuck with no young girls. Oh yeah, young girls. And I mean, I broke your heart. They don't put your number. I didn't see some shit where people be putting shit out, and I'm like, this is embarrassing to you. <laughs> <laughs> like how you how you think this shit okay? Yeah, that's like a girl cheating on me and me putting out there like, hey y'all, look at what she did to me. Yeah, yeah, boy, stop. if that ain't some sucker shit, Ooh, I think Kanye need to dial stop. it back too because it was one post where fucking he posted where he was like, yo, this is the picture of Nori backpack when I couldn't come pick her up for whatever, and Kim <laughs> came under the comment. She said, you just picked her up this morning for school. What are you talking about, Kanye? Yeah, yeah, right. like stop this shit. You know what? But but G had a uh, she had a topic about Kanye and. And I thought I thought that it was relevant because it's about you know how much and I, and I know that I'm glad that we have some women in the, in the room because they have a different perspective. But how much um, say does a man have in how his woman dresses? You know, mm. because he what, what was that? G he she posted a picture and he was like something like Oh yeah, it was super revealing. Yeah, it was real revealing. Yeah. And he was like, well, basically, like I don't want everybody in the world seeing my shit so you know you need to dial that shit back we already seen that with thanks to Ray J right right yeah. <laughs> exactly I mean as you know who you're dealing was, with we in that saw. case it's different I think it's already different. out there I think in that case it's different but I, I thought it was a good conversation because I don't think overall 50-50 men and women have the same views on the subject I think they do because I've dated women that be like yeah. you better not wear no gray jogging pants out nowhere yeah <laughs> oh okay and I have you seen me in gray jogging pants yeah. anywhere <laughs> So it the com- women do dictate what niggas wear. This is true. Uh, now and to me, if but we they know, don't like us dictating what they put on their back. Well, it's I'm saying more so it. how y'all try to do it. What you you mean? can you Please. can tell somebody what your preferences are yeah. mm-hmm. without making it be like, oh, you can't do this, you yeah. can't do that. Right. But if you come to me and you say, hey, I don't really like this, mm-hmm. or then yeah, I'm gonna take that into consideration. So it's all about delivery. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, look, man. So no, I I I, I totally agree with you. You know, it's all about delivery. Because if you say, don't wear this shit, yeah, motherfucker, some motherfuckers be like, oh, okay. I'm putting that on. I'm getting 10 of them. Every no. chance I get. <laughs> you know, but if you sweet talking, they can be like, don't be showing mama dick out there. Exactly. The only like, thing on, I cannot give in right, to baby, I keep it at home. is I had somebody ask me about a bra because I don't wear bras. Mm-hmm. So I, I, can't, I can't really give into that. <laughs> it's the I'll, weekend, I'll, baby. I'll, I'll put on a nipple cover, but I'm not going to put on a bra. Some pasties like yes, little kids. That's it. <laughs> Ooh, I miss Loki. That's all I can do. I miss yeah. the real one. I, that's what I'm saying. I miss the real the one. The one who used to put Sprite cans away in yeah. the 90s back in, you know what I'm saying? The one that was brown skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the one who had a real nose, not a doll nose. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse Fuck. Me. We was talking about what people wear. I've never told a woman what she can and can't wear. No, nah, me neither. I actually don't have rules for a relationship. Yeah, you talked about mm-hmm. that. My only rule. Whatever you, I can't do, don't you do. You don't want me mm-hmm. talking to no exes? Don't you pick up the phone? Don't answer shit? You got a baby dad? I don't care. The nigga's an ex. <laughs> so. But Amen. I, but it, you know what I'm saying? But I don't have no, I have no, you know. <laughs> well. <laughs> but I have no, I have no rules because it's like, my whole thing is like, we're adults. Like, if you want to, like, I've had girls be like, I'm going out with this guy or I'm hanging out. I'll be like, just, if you're going out with your homeboy. 
tell me his name, we keep it moving. Yeah. What time you come home is on you. That's key. Mm-hmm. Because this is the thing. The only way a relationship works, and it doesn't mean it has to last forever, but the only way it works is if you allow that freedom for that person. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Them niggas was going out getting drinks and traveling before me. Mm-hmm. Now, do I want you to disrespect me? No. Should there yeah. be some guidelines and some borders and parameters? Yeah. Yes. Can we post a picture of us at the bar? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can we do that? You know what that picture looking yeah, like. That's what I'm say. <laughs> but the thing about it, it's hard to do that because even if a woman is truly your friend, depending on how that bitch smile and leaning in, gonna, it's mm-hmm. going to always gonna not look like the part. Yeah, so yeah. I just be like, no, man. She is still a woman. It's been a lot of times I've taken pictures with homegirls, but I've never posted them. <laughs> I let them post them if they want to, but I don't post that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just don't want it to seem like whatever. There's certain rules around the shit. What kind of rules you got? Do you have any specific rules, Gina, like deal breakers or whatever, where you like, when I come in, motherfucker, if you do this, it's done. It's ball game. I'm a firm believer on whatever is good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. And you better make sure that whatever you're doing, you better make sure that, because when I do it, I'm going to do it in a in an over the top kind of way. So I'm gonna be a gandering motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be real petty about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Yeah. There's rules, but I don't know if you call them rules. You right. know, I I feel like rules give it a negative. It makes it feel yeah. away. Yeah. I'd rather just you know there's a respect that that we should have or that I expect from you. I want to. I don't want to see other women on your fucking Instagram. Oh, she said fucking Instagram. (laughs) No, 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 that no, no, I no. No. Does that well, come with can- the territory though? Because That's like I, I know, just using us as an example with the podcast and stuff, there are a lot of female listeners. So it would be a lot of times where it would be pictures, but I was like, it comes with the territory. What you talking about pictures? Oh, but, oh you know I'm saying like, like if you're ta- like if we do a live event or whatever, and these oh, girls want to take pictures, yeah, and they're gonna be on social media. It happens. It comes with the territory. It's different though. Like yeah, if you have some kind of. But I think it's funny when you have people like it's different from dating Mm -hmm. and people like you because, you know, it's like, yo, I'm dating and, you know, I ran across you in a bar, so on and so forth. It's different when people like you because of the entertainment that you provide through the podcast. Mm -hmm. I think that shit for me is hella weird. And I know Gina being a woman, I know you experienced that shit. And it's just like to me, I think it's like, how do you deal with these I don't even like calling people fans, listeners mm-hmm. yeah, to your show that yeah. try to get to and because de- it's people that'll try to come from the reality is and follow me and I don't even I block that shit. <laughs> I just delete it. Like the reason being is because you don't need all the access to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You got like, me on the show. Yeah, that's I, cool. I'm not trying to have five thousand people that I don't know on my personal account. You know what I'm saying? That's why. But it's like for regular shit. Like I'm cool with that. But like, yeah, leave this here. Yeah, leave it here. It's hard to do with this old social media mm-hmm. branches and. You know, just the way that the World Wide Web, like you think about a web itself, that means that there's some connections there that are like, you know, five, six degrees of separation. Yeah. yeah. So if you if they got you following on a, on a reality is and they're going to want to follow no RTs and they're going to want to follow the franchise and all that other yeah. shit. Motherfuckers ain't gonna just gonna stay no. on the podcast. And that's why I was saying everybody feels like they should have access to everything because you are. Yeah. I ain't a public figure. Yeah. What? I'm a regular person. Yeah. You don't have that blue check but in to them. Hey, I'll take it if they're giving it. I want to talk about parenting before we get out of here. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not a parent, but 
Um, I think we all can associate black culture and having a parent on Saturday morning. You wake up, my God, and you got to do your chores got before to. you can do any fucking thing else. And it's either church music playing or seventies R and B, eighties R and B, the OJ, some incense burning. Like mm-hmm. black people have that mm-hmm. shit. Yes, and uh, I know for me growing up, I didn't get paid to do chores. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you do these motherfuckers because it's your shit, <laughs> it's your shit. to motherfucking do. Yeah, exactly. But it's a new age thing going on and people get paid. I know sometimes she'll tell me about her kids and what they do. Not for chores. Not for chores. Yes. You can tell your story in a bit. Please, I have the mic. Like to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But this was my question. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm going. But for me, it's like growing up, it was one of them things where it was an expectation of you to take care of the space you inhabited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Period. That's yeah. the way it I'm is. I'm not paying you to do that. That is the way it is. Some people don't. I didn't get paid for good grades. You're supposed to make the motherfuckers. Exactly. My mom just took care of me and if I needed something, if I was doing well, she did it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you brought up, should kids be uh, paid for chores? Gina, did you pay your uh, kids for, for doing their chores? You don't strike me as the type of person that's giving out some change for niggas doing what they're supposed to do. I didn't, but you know, I did I did pay for grades. You did, did what? Did, pay for grades? I gave money for grades. Okay. I didn't, I didn't do it for chores, but I definitely did it for grades as an incentive. Um, yeah, I did it for grades. Um, I don't know if that... Yeah, you know it's, I, it's nothing wrong cool. with that because no, I yeah I don't pay for chores, but I grew up in a household I got paid for grades, so I do pay mine for grades. I mean they all straight A students, so. But what I if like they that. come? But what if they come to you like your kid come to you and say, "Hey, I want to do or I want X, Y, and Z. Can I if I take out the trash? If I clean the kitchen? Like oh, if he do I get something proposals above, all the that's time. That's what I'm saying. Above if he go above and beyond, yeah. like yeah, his room and take out his trash. That's then different, what? and I yeah. will I will provide an incentive for that because the fact that they thought and said, okay, this is they what made a business yeah, decision. My exactly. son, he came to me. He wanted a new gaming laptop, and he said, I can. He's like, I've saved. I can pay for seventy five percent of it. <laughs> Can you help me? Okay. Seventy five percent. No doubt. That's yeah. awesome. You want me to cover the twenty five? Got you. He got a job. And he, no, he's, he's just saving his money. I like he's it. and he's a good kid. It also depends on the kid. No like, doubt. I don't have any issues with them, so I don't mind chipping in a little extra if they come to me with a good proposal. Yeah, her, kid, her kids are clones. I ain't never seen these niggas do nothing wrong. <laughs> That's perfect. Sometimes man. I want to pick them up and be like, steal that candy. Man. Right, right. Do something. <laughs> Take some sneakers, nigga. Some do, shit that I got to report me, back to mom. Get some street cred. Come on, man. Kick it. Kick a dog or something. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Set a cat on fire. Like, God damn. Do some childish shit. Right. You know, kid, you know what? I, kids I, don't do nothing. I, I agree with y'all, both of y'all, 100%, because to me, the grades thing, there's definitely an incentive for that. I don't necessarily pay for chores, but like, for example, uh, when we had the ice storm, yeah. my son was like, I didn't tell him to do it. I promise you. He decided to go out there. Now, mind you, the basketball court is in the driveway, but he decided... <laughs> He decided to get the ice up. He was taking care of himself first. Yeah, I'm saying, but he decided to get the ice up. He was sending me, you know, progress pictures and everything <laughs> while I was at work. I was like, you know what? And he didn't say, Daddy, look, let me get some money because yeah. I, I I fixed it. I mean, I, I cleared the ice from the garage. Yeah. He just did it. And I was like, you know what? You made a decision that was beyond the expectations of your your your, your regular chores. Yeah. So, boom, I'm going to throw some money at you for yeah. that. You deserve that yeah. shit. What's the you situation know? with your son that made you vulnerable, bro? Like, where you were just like, yo, like, I don't know, maybe emotion came over you or a moment of being proud or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, that's just happening so much. He's 13, so it's it's happening a lot. And really, like, I get real emotional when just even just little shit. 
when we go to the mall, right? Because he's 13, he's in the seventh grade. And I know by the time he gets to the eighth grade, it's going to be different. Yeah. But when we go to the mall, he still be like hugging yeah, on me, yeah. jumping mm-hmm. on me, playing and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he still want to be seen. With Both of y'all yeah. think I'm cool. Kids. Do they do anything wrong? Yeah, I mean, well, they, yeah, they do. They yeah. they probably do shit wrong. They have but like, their little <laughs> moments, but it's nothing like nothing on a scale major. of like, oh, don't you dare say kid. my childhood, especially when I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, that's on hey, closest example. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want it because I'm like, yo, I used to sneak out the house. Yeah, uh-uh. like, I used to nah, do a whole bunch of shit, but they can't do that because of who I am. You ain't sneaking out. Yeah, you want to go somewhere? They can just tell me exactly. Let's talk about same thing. Look. You like my kids? My kids are in a situation. But this right is now, sneaking out the house. That I was night. never in. I'm you saying. ain't taking them nowhere at night, right? But I'm saying, but even if you're gonna do some bullshit like that, like yeah. yo, you what's happening? Yeah. Talk to your daddy. I ain't Daddy's more understanding than your I, grandpa would have been. I need your kids. I need. I need both of your kids. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they. I've never heard <laughs> none of them. I got two of them out of the five that um <laughs> that trying to make my hair great, but I won't let those bitches do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no kids, but I tell people all the time. They be like, "How you gonna talk to your kids like a mother?" fucking human exactly Shit. like grown yeah. folks she done seen me talk to my niece my niece be talking about stuff i'd be like yo she was talking to me about a dude one time i said don't be just fucking a nigga because it's dick big mm. that don't mean he can fuck <laughs> i'm talking straight shooter real shit don't suck this nigga dick if you don't love him what does love feel like you, your guts tingle do your heart pump over time you don't love this motherfucker don't suck his dick niggas uh, will put you out here for bad what was i was i was looking i was watching mind you my i mean listen don't judge me y'all don't judge me my daughter, 11 years old. I feel right? say, don't tell me you bought more Girl Scout cookies no, 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 from no, black no, person. No, no, Shit, my daughter, 11 years old. But, you know, girls are different. They're more mature and mm-hmm. shit. Oh, for so sure. So we, we watch, and, and I just caught myself. We was watching Bel Air. She liked to watch movies and, like, TV shows. So we watching Bel Air, and, you know, Lisa giving, you know, Will some ass and shit. I was like, oh, damn, she about to get this nigga some pussy. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Back there my watching. My 11-year-old sitting over there listening to me and watching the damn show. And I was like, okay, babe, we have to have a conversation mm-hmm. about just things relationships but things let's like say that. this yeah. that was a good example of how it should go <laughs> yeah. if she's gonna have sex mm-hmm. be with somebody you care we'll right. care blatantly about this girl he and then he asks yeah. mm-hmm. even you, though her body feel, language right. was come get this yeah, yeah, yeah. He, because, she opened the door but it's a difference because he cared about her I said that when you when I was watching that I was like yo if it's just a girl you're trying to fuck you ain't really thinking about consent if she like you you think about consent you ain't raping them right, but right, it's like right. you're not really worried about whether they want it or not if they give you the option to do it you in there and you asked to and make you sure asked, but if it's a woman you love then you look at it like yo I care about her I want to make sure this is right and he asked her okay so, so I feel like that was a good scene if your daughter's watching mm-hmm. a sexual encounter right so one one thing I have to say and we're not even supposed to be talking about this but I'm gonna say it. We talking about rules of engagement, right? And mm-hmm. I told my daughter, I said, baby, and every time they together, it always comes up. I'm like, baby, she wrong. She wrong for fucking with that boy, knowing that she used to fuck with this nigga's cousin. I'm sorry. But she didn't know initially. Un- I don't give a fuck, yo. That's an unwritten rule. Uh, it's an unwritten rule. You cannot do that. Even I'm though they didn't, re- they didn't have no relationship. Who didn't have a relationship? The cousins. Like, they just. I know, but I'm saying. Like, and I know she didn't know who he yeah. was and all that. But once you find out, you can't be giving this nigga no ass so in I'm gonna bring it, house. I'm, I'm going to bring Gina in on this. Come on, man. This is the closest thing we can give it to you, Gina, since you haven't seen it. Uh, you dating Frank? And me and Frank are cool, but we ain't seen each other in 10, 15 years. I meet you. Y'all broke up. We start talking. I find out that you're the person. I got to let you go, bro. I'm sorry. I got to let you it, go. It is a rule violation. Not being funny. I understand that Will didn't know and Lisa didn't know, but when they knew and when the they fact found that, out and the fact that that nigga was over. in love with her, you got to end that shit. You what do you think, to. Gina? 
Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure, man. Because me, look, me and Morgan have this conversation every time they come up. I mean, literally, when they get together, I cringe. What about having (laughs) sex with? So, what about this scenario? What if in life, let's just say, G, you got it, you got a homegirl who dated a guy back when y'all was like 20. Uh They dated for two years. Y'all 45 now. The dude is out the picture somewhere else. I mean, your friend is out the picture somewhere else, and the dude likes you now. And y'all really have a great connection, but you didn't mean for it to happen. Can you move on and be with this person? It's 20 years later. They they didn't, they ain't getting back together. They dated when they was kids. We can't fuck around now. What if you truly a soulmate with this person? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'd have a conversation with her. Yeah. You would have to. Mm-hmm. I'd have a conversation with her and see how she felt about it. I'd I'd also have to know what kind of relationship I have with her. Are we That's what I was about good? to say, but you, you yeah. don't talk to that person no more. Yeah. No, you're not. You haven't talked to him in 20 years. Oh. But That's the, different. But well, you know she used to date him. I would have a conversation with her. I, just, I would have a conversation with her just because I don't want no mess. No, I, I don't ain't reaching like out. Mess. No mess. I'm not I don't want out. no mess. If we ain't cool, I'm like not reaching mess. out. And yeah. I don't want for you to be like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter because people get real sensitive about certain shit. Yeah, but when? make it mess. And if it was cool mm-hmm. and she understood and I was authentic and was truthful, then yeah, I wouldn't see a problem. You, you know, you know, it's funny. Like some of this is like, like where I'm from. I'm, I'm from a I'm small town. Yeah. Right. And I remember somebody put a meme up and I was laughing because it was like, I'm from a place where, you know, anybody that I'm interested in has already fucked somebody that I know. Bro, it's no way around <laughs> it. It's no way around it's, it. Bro. It's small places. You can't get, you can't get around that shit. It's hilarious. But not certain rule violations. I can't. I'm sorry. I think. I mean. I would. Man. 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 Law. I never thought don't I don't fuck with none of my exes. Uh. You see. Um. <laughs> everything has an expiration date. No. No question. And I think if the friendship is done, I don't think you should hold off on possible happiness of dating someone. Like if I never saw. I if I like if I stopped talking to Ortiz and I never saw her for twenty years. Yeah. Never spoke to her. Kids grown, got their own family. And then I see her and a guy that I used to be cool with 30 years ago is dating her. I'm going to just be like, yo, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? But I ain't going to go into detail and be like, call her when I ain't called her. Call him when I ain't called him and be like, you dirty motherfucker. And I got a whole wife and kids somewhere else. But that's how some people live. It's like once I've touched it, you never get to touch it. I got you. Bullshit, bitch. I ain't like that. Life is, I mean, you get one life, man. But family, though? Huh? Family? Oh, no, I ain't fucking with family. Family yeah. you never touch. Yeah. Like if I'm fucking, that's why I say you're. That's pretty much how I feel. We are. Yeah. I would never touch nothing. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. It's too much pussy out here to be running up on one thing. But if that chemistry right and you're not family, oh yeah, that's a whole different. It's a whole different ball game. <laughs> ne- ne- look at next podcast. I'm gonna put the topic down. What's the rules against fucking with exits? Exes. That is a good. We gonna put it down. I have done it one time. I went. I'm not cool with the guy no more. Right. But this girl, his ex, came to me. And this motherfucker was like, I wanted you when I was with him. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. See, let me ask you a question. Say yeah, yeah. less. Let me ask you a question. So when y'all, when he was, when she was with the dude, did y'all interact a lot? I was dating her sister. Oh, mm, oh this damn. This messy. Look, for real. <laughs> what a tangle <laughs> web we weave. <laughs> hey, baby. Oh it's the weekend, baby. <laughs> Forget you saying that shit, fool. I swear, bro. But no, I, the reason I say this is because it's like, yeah, it's like I'm not cool. Yeah, we're we're That's not different. cool. That's different. Like it's over. I don't know where he is. She is. It's done. Yeah, it's but done. honestly, it wasn't. Eh, I'm gonna be a relationship was not gonna come of it. Okay. 
This a fuck back. Yeah, it probably lasted two months. Mm. I was out of there. Yeah, in in there and out of there. Oh, yeah. yeah, it happens. When a girl is too giving in the beginning, it scares me. She wants something. I'm, I got to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing for, G? That's real. Wait a minute. What? If a girl is too giving in the beginning? Like you just being all like it just what you working so hard for? I ain't saying it's you mean, the best. giving in term wait. You mean giving in terms of she wants to have sex on the first date or the second date? Nah, meaning like, like that or just almost like you're being my girlfriend when I am not looking for that. I just want to smash oh, you want to cook, you want to bring me something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she feels better about and giving you, you wanna, pussy. Yeah, she doing. All if she doing all that, yeah. you want to lay up under me after the fact, right, like yeah. this you ain't what they, and shit. Nah, man. Come on now. Come on. We ain't cuddling. Stop sucking my dick like that. Yeah, stop it. Don't be loving on me. Stop it. We ain't love. Hey, this, ain't love. this ain't love. This ain't love. Thank you. Just do your job and yeah, get out of here. Exactly. Eight to five. Bitch. No overtime. I don't have no money to give nobody. <laughs> man, we gonna get up out of here, yeah, man. For real. It's time to go. It's time to go. Spider, uh, what? Let me see. I want you to play uh, Chris Brown's Burgundy, <laughs> but I want you to start it at the four minute and seven second mark. Look at this. I don't want to hear none of that juvenile shit. But that that Chris Brown Burgundy, the four minute and seven second mark. Gina, I want to thank you again uh, for for taking out some time, doing your thing, man. Giving us some of your time. We appreciate it, Artesia. Uh, you Teasy. just got back off vacation, took a red eye, and you're here today. Jumped in here for so sure. So I appreciate you doing that. Frank, as always, man, you've been out here two times. Thank you. And uh, you're here, but man, you've been listening to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. Another bonus episode will be dropping next week. We out of this bitch. Enjoy Chris Brown. Make love to your ears. <laughs> I've been say, G, we about to be out. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. You have a good Saturday. Oh. Bye, G. Pick up the phone when I call. Pick up when a real nigga call. <laughs>